3: Oh, L-M-F-M. The 11 to 1 Show.
1: Oh, L-M-F-M. It's World Menopause Day today, but are we doing enough to support women? More on this after Share. Dare believe in LMFM's 11 to 1. Hope you're keeping well this Wednesday morning 0861800658. And today is World Menopause Day. But are we doing enough to support women? That is the question. And, you know, I'm very grateful that the topic, which was never, and I mean never, brought up at home, never mind, you know, in the media, when I was younger and now it's being discussed in a much more open way but there are still women out there myself included by the way who are very confused about symptoms don't know what to expect can't understand why we just feel a bit off just can't put my finger on what that is and as I say there is more discussion out there but there probably isn't enough discussion going on in the likes of WhatsApp groups Among friends, you know, I'd say it's not really brought up. And in fact, I was reading an article this morning in The Independent about a comedian who created a brilliant TV series, by the way, called The Change. And she knew nothing about the change of life, even though she had five older sisters. The topic just wasn't really brought up and she was going about her day to day life, feeling stressed, feeling tired, feeling overwhelmed, having that brain fog, not really being able to put her finger on what was actually going on on and she even admits herself that she didn't, you know, reach out to friends and and talk about it and open up. And then when she got to this kind of, I suppose, stage in her life when she realised what actually was going on, she was like, you know what, I'm going to write a show about this. It's going to be about a middle aged woman. It's going to be about menopause and it's going to be goddamn funny. And it is. It's absolutely brilliant. But Like when I think about my own situation, I wouldn't have a huge amount of knowledge about this. I'm gleaning bits and pieces from what we discuss here on the show. But I wouldn't know about my mother's experience, let's say. Um, I'm kind of dreading entering this stage of life. I am heading towards 40 next year and I'm looking down at a spare tire that seems to be just expanding around my waistline, no matter how much exercise or good food I eat. That is there. Also, emotions that just change as much as the weather. And I'm still plastering, and I mean plastering, oils, creams, serums on this skin of mine that seems to be worse than ever in terms of acne. I can trace this back to teenage years and I'm looking at my face going, sorry, I'm nearly 40. What is this? What is this eruption that's going on? So the eternal question of what is going on with me What can I do about it? When will I feel like myself again? This is part of a daily routine for women heading towards menopause or perimenopause and those completely in the throes of it. And more than 80% of women say that their menopause symptoms are affecting their performance in the workplace. And as I say, I don't even know if I'm in this stage yet. I don't even know if this is just perimenopause or what. But I am constantly questioning how well am I doing at this job? You know, God, there's a lot of work. There's there's like, it's round and round and round. You need sort of, like your mind can just be racing with this stuff as well. And accord, this is according to a leading uh, GP, by the way, involved in treating the condition. So this is Dublin-based, Dr Louise Fitzgerald. She said... It is quite shocking to hear that 82% of women are in some way affected in their work performance by menopause symptoms. She says, OK, it's becoming an increasingly important conversation today. However, many women remain unaware of treatment, unaware of support networks in their local community. The impact hormonal changes in the lead up to menopause can be turbulent, confusing and stressful. You said it, Dr. Louise. Uh, she says, while some women require medical intervention for their symptoms, many women only require lifestyle advice. But this should be available to all. And she's saying that a lot of times, you know, women are going to their GP, to their health professional, and they're sort of getting these ah-fast responses. There's, you know, a lot of dumbfounded kind of, you know, things being said so she runs the menopause clinic in Dublin and she was speaking today because obviously it's World Menopause Day and she's also founded the Menopause and the City, okay, so that's a, a pilot project that is um, designed to improve the health and well-being of uh, people in Dublin, okay. Now hopefully if this actually does work well, things like this will be rolled out but it aims to educate women about menopause so that they can be empowered, that is the word, to manage their symptoms and it's going to be sort of a free in-person workshops as well as a free online platform and th- that kind of thing. Now as I say, this is a pilot project that is happening in Dublin at the moment. Um, but she's uh, saying, you know, scratch b- below the surface and you'll find an array of expensive menopause products and supplements in pharmacies and health food cho- stores. Also, she says, GPs not willing to discuss menopause health due to lack of time or training. Uh, private menopause clinics limited by cost and waiting lists, while public menopause clinics are only available for complex menopause patients. Another Extremely problematic issue in regards to this. Uh, somebody else, a menopause champion called Kimberly Brown, said, "Our menopause policy is more than a set of guidelines. It's a step towards a more empathic and supportive corporate culture, which is a crucial. Acknowledging the human side of business and leading by example in the broader industry landscape. So, you know, there are changes slowly but surely being made in some workplaces regarding this and." I think, you know, this really CEOs out there, business owners, this is something that you really need to examine because take a look around. I'd say half of your workforce are women and they need support in this area. Absolutely. And there's lots of different studies, you know, across different workplaces uh, that have highlighted how women believe menopause is hugely impacting their work. So a lot needs to be done around this. And of course, there's still a huge stigma around this, isn't there? There really, really is. But, you know, like I said, and I promised on this show when I took it over, you know, almost five years ago, that we would talk more about issues affecting women. And this is a huge one. So on World Menopause Day today, we are doing this. We are highlighting what's going on. Uh, Look, at you know, as I say, hopefully this pilot project that is going to be rolled out in Dublin will be something that will, you know, go mainstream or across Ireland if it is successful. But, you know, if there's anybody out there that is working in this area, in the local area, and is offering people support and advice, get in touch. We want to know about it. 086 180 658. In with Drive By helpful advice on 086 Major, 658. Sinead, your good days have passed you. It's down here hill from here, I'm afraid, says Podrick. Well Podrick, thanks for that. Also, I don't know, I'm very much racing into my 40s. I'm embracing it, you know? It was a weird kind of thing, weird sort of frame of mind that I was in heading towards my 30s. I was very like, oh my God, I don't want to turn 30. This is old. I mean, talk about ridiculous. But I'm very much hurtling towards my 40s and I'm very much kind of embracing that so you know what I think it's going to be up it's going to be uphill it's going to be uphill from here Podrick thank you so much for that message um, now getting back to uh, what we're, what's coming up yes we've got music from Lewis Capaldi and I have details for our competition on the way
3: oh, L-M-F-M. The 11 to 1 show
1: just to let you know the Irish Blood Transfusion Service they are appealing for donations in Navin and Dunboyne this week. So there's going to be a clinic located in the Airborne Hotel in Navin today and also tomorrow Thursday from 3.45 until 8pm. There's also a clinic in Dunboyne Castle Hotel on Sunday from 11.30am till 3pm. So the service says stocks of O, A, minus and B are struggling. So O is, the, uh, is only at 2.7 days. This should be up on five days to maintain supply to hospitals so it's the O negative A negative B are all struggling so if you can give blood that would be fantastic so the clinic as I say it's in Navan today also tomorrow from 3.45 until 8pm Lewis Capaldi wish you the best I would love for you to have a two night stay in the fabulous Gateway Hotel in Dundalk and I want you to have tickets to the Christmas party as well yes it's competition time the Gateway Hotel in Dundalk, they have announced a fantastic series of Christmas party nights. They are happening on December 8th, 9th, 15th and 16th. And it includes a cocktail reception, four course festive banquet dinner, live entertainment as well, followed by a DJ. Full details of these superb nights are available on gatewayhotel.ie forward slash Christmas. To celebrate, they've given us some brilliant prizes to give away on the show every day this week. So the daily winner gets a pair of tickets for the Christmas party night of their choice. And our end of week winner is going to have two nights day for two adults with breakfast in the new Gateway Hotel in Dundalk. And terms and conditions do apply. So how are we giving this away? Well, we're describing the plot of a well-known Christmas movie. You need to tell me the name of the movie. So today, our plot is... An adult man child who is adopted by one of Santa's helpers in the North Pole goes to New York in search of his real father. And I have a little audio clip that might help you as well.
3: Santa's coming to town! Santa! Oh my god! Santa here?
1: There you go. Okay, do you think you know what is my Christmas movie today? Give me the title of the movie, please, followed by your own details. O eight six one eight hundred six five eight. So an adult man child. He was adopted by one of Santa's helpers in the North Pole goes to New York in search of his real father. Name that movie O eight six one eight hundred-six five eight. There's the Waterboys with Fisherman Blues. Now, there's nothing more that will give me the blues than seeing the beautiful countryside around us getting spoiled. And our first guest this morning feels the same, so much so that he is putting all of this frustration and anger into his art. He is a filmmaker. He's from Trim originally, but living in County Wicklow, and he is working on a new comedy horror short film uh, with an environmental theme. We're going to hear more about Trash with Jerry Gormley just after the
3: the 11 to one show
1: there's nothing that can spoil a beautiful countryside quicker than rubbish, old furniture and mattresses being discarded. And my first guest is very frustrated and angry at seeing his local area in Bolton Glass destroyed by illegal dumping. So much so that he is turning this anger and frustration into his art. He is a filmmaker and he is making a short film. It's a comedy horror with an environmental theme and he hopes to start shooting next month. I'm delighted to have trim filmmaker Jerry Gormley. He's on the line with me now. How are you getting on, Jerry?
0: Good morning, Sinead. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Really appreciate it. And can I just say, I haven't conducted a radio interview uh, since before Christmas last year, so there will be no potty mouth for me. I'm a professional.
1: Okay, good stuff. Good to know. (laughs) Good to know. Now, look, you know, the amount of times that I come across things dumped in the most stunning locations is just unreal, Jerry. Now, you're seeing this a lot in your local area. I mean, you're living in Ireland's garden there, pretty much, aren't you?
0: Yeah. That's it. Um, sort of like the we're just outside Balkan Glass in between uh, Ballinlass and a small uh, community town called Keltigan, and the place it's absolutely stunning. Just the countryside is absolutely amazing, and we've been here now about three years, like uh, in our own home. And you just you be driving home some evening, and just you're going up your kind of like little lane way or back road, whatever you call it. There's a mattress on the side of the road. Mm. Like it's it's just unbelievable. It really is. And then you drive up a bit further. Sometimes after throwing a bag of rubbish out onto the side of the road. And the hilarious thing is like it probably takes more effort to get a bag of rubbish put it in your car drive off somewhere that probably isn't your area and throw it out on the side of the road rather than just put it in the bin you know.
1: Oh, This is what put baffles on. me completely that idea what you've just said there. The, the effort absolutely involved in something like that and like when you go up to these lovely areas and like I mean I'm somebody that loves you know at the weekend I love nothing better than kind of getting in the car heading off for a drive and discovering somewhere in nature and just kind of being in nature for a while and when you see that being damaged, it's just like, oh, it just galls me, it really does.
0: Yeah, yeah it really does, like, and it sort of, like, it, it completely spoils the landscape and it is it is a serious problem out here like I've discussed it with uh, a couple of local councillors and a few people, like, sort of uh, uh, in the know the uh, tidy towns out here as mm-hmm. well, like, and it is it's a it's a big problem, down around my hometown of Trim as well, like, you know, sort of uh, it's not the best either, like, sort of like, it is happening down there as well, like, it is a kind of, like, a nationwide. I won't say epidemic, that might be uh, <laughs> overstating it a little bit but it's a, it's a problem, like, you know, sort of like, you know, just spoiling our, our, our beautiful countryside.
1: It really is and, you know, the best way of hitting home an important message is through art and you've decided to hit this uh, home, this environmental the team and the need to protect our environment in your next short film, which I think is a great idea.
0: That's right. So, yeah, the film's called Trash. Uh, comedy horror short comedy horror it's looking like it's going to run to about 18 or 20 minutes at the moment the underlying theme is directly related to illegal dumping Um, I came home one day after seeing a bag of rubbish on the side of the road and I think I think there was like somebody threw blanket out on one of the main roads out here as well just uh, into a ditch and I thought I'm stuck for something to write and then I was like no I'm not no I'm not I'm going to write something here and uh, we're going to figure out how to do it. So, myself and my wife, Monica, who helps me develop the script, we sat down and we decided uh, to write a story called Honey. And the idea behind that was, like, uh, actually uh, a husband cheating on his wife. Oh. And we were going to tie in... Well, <laughs> long story short, we were going to tie in the rubbish into that and call the husband trash for being the chief. And we were okay. going to have, like, so, uh, somebody following him and all that kind of stuff. But... Uh, Then we've seen we were able to get some uh, funding, like, uh, locally from a place called Creative Places, Bald and Glass, and we were delighted to get it. Um, But obviously, we needed to tie the script into something a bit more local than uh, (laughs) infidelity. Well, and you see, there's
1: also the danger of a husband and wife, you know, working on a script, you know, there's creative tension, you know, you don't want a case of, like, life imitating art or something here, you know. like. <laughs> Monica it's a dodgy like, Where team. Did you come up with the you know, idea for this. <laughs> it's a do- it's a dodgy team that one. So you know, moving God, swiftly yeah. away from the infidelity, <laughs> I love it into the environmental theme. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, so it was actually Monica who came up with the idea and uh, said, "Listen, so like, sort of, there's there funding there. So why don't we like, sort of, like, uh, turn the script around a little bit and we actually make it more about the uh, the idea of illegal dumping than anything else." So he said. That's a brilliant idea. So we uh, got to work on that and I started developing the script. And uh, yeah, put it forward and uh, we got some funding for the uh, seed funding it's called. So we had the like the, the production off the ground yeah. so we're very happy about that. And um yeah, I will just stay with the script for a second because it's just, it's really interesting. I know I we'll, uh, hope your listeners like this as well Sinead, but yeah. like so sort of, uh, you know the way like sort of like a script develops. Of
1: course, yeah. So
0: it started off as a story turned into a script, and just in my short time in filmmaking, in independent filmmaking, I've realised how important it is uh, to have not just quality actors, but quality actors who want to have a chat about the script. And so, like we cast two guys uh, and one lady. So, Hall Woods, who I worked with before in our previous film, The Passenger, and um, oh, another he's fine a actor. fantastic
1: actor. Yeah, he, he is, was, he was he's the great. main. Was he the main guy in the in the Passenger? He was uh, he was deck. Yes, yeah,
0: yeah great, so he great actor. Was, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He really was. He's, he's, he's brilliant. Like, so happy to have him on board. Like, um, he's just he's great and he's brilliant. His comic time is absolutely amazing. And we've another guy as well. His name is uh, Neil James. O- oh, he gave me about fourteen different names for so <laughs> this. But his his acting name is Owen James. He's uh he's from Armagh and he's absolutely he's fantastic. Like, and he's just. He's great with comedy as well. Like, you know, just so happy to have the two of them on board. But, like, as we were having production meetings and doing readings, um, the two guys, like, were like, so, you know, what, what about this part here and this part here? Like, sort of like, uh, what do you think of this? Like, you know, and we spitballed. And, like, the script has developed from when I cast the two guys. Like, you know, it's been absolutely fantastic I love that creative process like you know
1: That is really important that people know this because you know that's the the, the genesis of what filmmaking is it's a very collaborative process but it also is a testament to yourself because you know you need to be open to those outside creative influences coming in and making the script more maybe or taking it in a different direction you can't be too precious about stuff I think as well with regards to this so it's fantastic to see that collaboration uh, manifest as you say and I believe as well there's a couple little myth and legend and fairies going on in this
0: that's right that's right now I don't want to give too much away
1: no no yeah
0: too much away in relation to that but um, Balcon Glass's uh, history uh, uh, what would you call it Um, their their uh, their history of uh, folklore folklore like sort of like is uh, based heavily around uh, the fairy forts that are uh, surround the town of which there are many And um, they're absolutely amazing. They need to look into uh, getting them done up like, you know, sort of. But but of course, in saying that, one of the things you don't do with fairy forts is disturb them.
1: Of course. Uh, Because
0: it's supposed to be very bad luck uh, to disturb fairy forts in uh, any way. And folklore has bred into uh, real life, seemingly uh, in some cases, like uh, stories you've heard or would have heard down the years about uh, people disturbing fairy forts. It's not a good thing to do. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I've heard but,
1: this I have heard this so you've yeah. incorporated that into it and what I love about this is because I'm a big scaredy cat right so any sort of out and out horror I'm running a mile from but I do love a comedy horror film and I'm a big fan of that genre I think it's there's something so you know much more accessible uh, as an audience to be able to get those frights and those laughs at the same time
0: That's it you're 100% correct Sinead and of course it's a uh, as you know well, it's a tenuous balance to get that right. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So um, we're working very hard on that. We have uh, our cameraman, John Hughes Jr. We have our cinematographer, Siobhan Madden, and we've been having meetings as well about how to bring that across. Of course, Hall, and Owen as well, we've been talking about that, about how to... Give people a scare, but have them rolling around the place, laughing as well. And like uh, I said, like it's completely collaborative. Like you know, when we went out in locations to uh, some of the place, like we're shooting, like one of the pubs. It's called Moynihan's uh, in a small town called Donard here in Wicklow. But it's it's amazing. We went out. We had a look at it, like, and we we figured out the shots or like how it's going to like sort of emphasize like some scariness, but comedy as well. Like you know, so it's just. Collaboration across the board, like you know, it is free. exactly
1: it. That is exactly it. Now, all great films need support and funding. As ever in the arts, is very tricky. But you are hoping that businesses or people listening in might get on board and support the film.
0: Yeah, absolutely. As it is an environmental issue and it impacts all of us, I was hoping maybe some uh, uh, local businesses or anybody at all would like to uh, get involved in helping with the funding. We set up a GoFundMe page. And in doing this, I am acutely aware that there are many, many more important things going on uh, in the world right now, really do. Um, but like sort of we, we've we've started this and we just we, we, all, we want to get it across the line now, like, you know, so like any help is appreciated. And as I said, we, we're well aware that there's more important things going on in the world. But uh, this is our little uh, nugget that we want to uh, get created and kind of bring a bit of joy and a bit of happiness into people's lives because it, at the moment it's it's turning out to be a really good production, you know.
1: And where would we be without art? We need it in our lives and as well, I can I just say, you know, from experiences in, in LMFM here, right, LMFM has collaborated with a short animated film called The Evil Germ. We also featured in Spectacular Glory in the feature film Dublin Crust and seeing your business on the big screen and in the credits when you wait to see your business pop up in the uh, credits afterwards. It is so cool. It is such a cool thing to see. And you're getting your company out there and in front of audiences in a really different way. So it's quite beneficial for businesses, isn't it?
0: Yes, it is indeed. It is indeed. And we are very confident, like sort of with this production, that it is going to go far and wide as well, at the very least nationwide. So this is going to be seen uh, by many people. So... It would be great. It'd be great. A beautiful relationship, sponsorship would be and um, getting on board with it, you know.
1: Absolutely. It really does. And we should also say as well that Jerry is already an award winner. Not to put pressure on you, Jerry, but just to sort of add Ooh. a little bit of icing <laughs> to the cake there. Uh, you know, he, he did, he did win a, a top award at the Boyne Valley International Film Festival as well. Now, look, I'm going to put you more further on the spot, but ideally, would you hope to have it ready for audiences next year or what sort of time frame do you have?
0: Yes, well, the uh, time frame we have at the moment is we're uh, shooting on the seventh, eighth, and ninth of November. Fantastic. But, uh, three three full days. We also have like uh, some uh, uh, bits and pieces we need to get done before that. But the the main three days, seventh, eighth, and ninth of November, we have a post production editor already lined up. I actually, have a meeting with him on Friday, and um, he's very good. He's actually the guy that uh, that did post production for our last film, The Passenger. So he full faith in uh, him getting the job done. I'm hoping after Christmas. Oh, yeah, fantastic. We, like, I'd say maybe maybe end of January. Oh, know, brilliant. Right. And a bit of a laugh at the end of January, you know? Oh, okay, love I love it.
1: That's very oh, yeah, quick.
0: Very excited. Yeah, well, the, this guy, he's he's really good. Like, you know, sort of like, so we literally, we get the shoot done. We let it rest for a week or two. We send it off. We start talking about how to... Uh, uh, put it together you know
1: Fantastic well I'm wishing you the best of luck with it Jerry. and you do have a great track record for making fantastic films so very much looking forward to seeing Trash thank on you. the big screen thank you so much can for I, joining us Can I,
0: yeah. can I just mention yeah. Abby Kelly as well is going to be part of the film she's a fine young actor and she's going to be playing the shop assistant and it's, one of, it's going to be one of my favourite scenes uh, to shoot, she's absolutely brilliant, and it's just going to be so funny. It's oh, fantastic! So funny. Well, of we're all I
1: very much looking forward to that as well. Thank you so much, Jerry, for joining us today.
0: Thanks for having me, Shanae.
1: Thanks a million. Now you can email. Trash Comedy Horror at Gmail dot com. If you want to get involved in this, right, whatever you can afford, let me tell you, like filmmakers are fantastic at making things work on a shoestring, right? So anything at all is so appreciated. So Trash Comedy Horror at Gmail dot com.
3: The eleven to one show with
1: Gilmore's Mercedes. Now it's time to go back in time. LMFN Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Senator Windows products will help you create a secure, comfortable, energy-efficient home you're proud of. Call 0818 double seven double four double five. On this day in 1922, the British Broadcasting Company was founded, but it was later called the British British Broadcasting Corporation, or the BBC. And today is World Menopause Day, as women's health changes so significantly in mid. Life. World Menopause Day seeks to inform and educate us about menopause, raising awareness about what women should expect, encouraging them to get help that they need from healthcare providers and other support workers. And, you know, it's uh, founded by the World Health Organization in cooperation with the International Menopause Society. So it's celebrated every year around the month of October. So, World Menopause Day today. LMFM Northeast update with Senator Windows. Creating the perfect home is a journey. Let us guide you. Visit our Drogheda, Dundalk, and new Navin showrooms. Discover more at senatorwindows.ie Lots of people getting our Christmas party competition question right, however. There's just one or two. If you think of, it's kind of like what happened with, with Scrooge and A Christmas Carol. Just think of the name of the film, not the characters as such that might be in it. Okay. That'll just give you a bit of a guidance on the on the on the right track there. We will be mentioning it again a little bit later on. But uh, news at twelve is approaching, but still to come. He's a wizard at interiors. Paul Kinsella has lots of great advice and tips ahead of the Ideal Home Show, which is on in the RDS in Dublin this weekend. Really looking forward to the chat with him. Plus, would you spend the night in one of Ireland's most haunted castles? It happens to be located in County Meath. Not if you paid me what I stay there, but (laughs) talking about that as well after 12. The 11 to 1. The people of Fermoy County, Cork are not happy with Graeme Norton. More details after YOLA. You're listening to LMFM's 11 to 1. Sinead Brazzle here with the AYOLA. Yellow Brick Road. Oh, the Rebel County. They are not happy. Specifically. The people in Fermoy, County Cork, and they are demanding that Graeme Norton air a clarification because what happened was, you know, the famous red chair segment, which I love, I love it, on Graeme Norton. Well, apparently an audience member who previously lived in County Fermoy. Or County Cork in Fermoy. And uh, she went on to the big red chair, which, you know, basically people who go on the red chair, it's um, they air funny stories and uh, the panel of celebrity guests are there and all the rest of it. So on the show, a Scottish woman named Zoe told Graeme Norton and the guests, Dawn French, um, who else is there? Laura Linney and Sugar Babes, I think, were there as well. And uh, she said that she'd lived in Fermoy for 20 years, but she called it a horrible, horrible place. And Graeme Norton kind of laughed along and sort of said oh it's got the giant pencil he says and he's a cork man he should be ashamed of himself. So she says uh, that she hated the place and um, for my locals now are devastated by the comments with councillors getting onto the uh, Irish Daily Mail about it saying uh, he was getting texts and calls after the show aired and continued to hear from fuming constituents throughout the weekend one woman even calling up in tears. Uh, Also uh, the chairperson of the Tidy Towns Committee as well was just you know very upset about all of this and they're saying look we can't let this go so they are sending an email apparently to Graeme Norton to say look can you just say that Fermoy isn't a horrible horrible town now I've never been well I'm sure maybe I did go when I was younger but I I don't really remember I haven't been let's say in a good while anyway but I'm sure it's not a horrible horrible town I mean to be fair to say something like that on um, you know quite a big platform show like Graeme Norton it's understandable the people from I are not happy so we'll have to wait and see watch this space to see if anything is mentioned about it on the show this week but um, you don't want to be angering people from Cork I should know my mother's from Cork let me tell you that woman particularly when we were a youngster don't anger her you wouldn't know what would come out from the drawer I tell you to give you a good wallop <laughs> anyway getting to more celebrity news here's the buzz The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app.
2: Hi, I'm Max. U.S. pop star Madison Beer has revealed that her new album, Silence Between Songs, was influenced by iconic bands such as The Beatles and Queen. She tells us that the album took two years to make.
0: We first started making this album in Palm Springs, I want to say 2021. We started this album before my previous album, Life Support, had come out. So there are songs that are on here that are very old. But yeah, I mean, we started this process a long time ago. We just let it happen. And over the course of two years, it did. And here we
3: have it.
2: We've got more details about Timothy Chalamet's next big role. He's revealed that he's training to play Bob Dylan with Austin Butler's Elvis team. He says that he just saw the way Butler committed to it all and realized that he needed to step it up. Daniel Kaluuya has made his directorial debut for his new movie *The Kitchen*. He's been talking about the journey for him.
0: A lot of time it's limitations in yourself. Like, how you think, oh, I'm limited, right? Like, why do I think that? Bang, eradicate it, boom. Because I just want such higher standards. So you have to grow with the piece as well. Like as a craft person and as like as a man. So it's a bit of that. That's the buzz. I'm Max.
1: The buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. I have double the competitions on the show today yeah Garristown GFC they are having a super draw it's happening this Saturday and it is your last chance to get your ticket now the prizes are phenomenal a new Range Rover <laughs> thanks very much or a hundred thousand euro in cash that's the first prize 10,000 euro for your chance to own a race horse for a season. How cool would that be? That's second place. And a holiday voucher worth three grand for third place. Tickets are 50 quid. You can check out more details on uh, Range Rover.ie. So, would you like a ticket? Of course you would. I mean, imagine the prizes there are just fantastic. Very, very simple, okay? True or false? The Dubliners had a song called The Wild Rover. Is it true or is it false? 86 658 And you could be going into that super draw. Garris Town GFC are holding on Saturday. Fantastic. So true or false? 86 658 oh, no. Do go. Do go to the RDS this weekend. The Permanent TSB Ideal Home Show is happening. I'm going to be chatting to the fabulous Paul Gensela. He is an interior designer. He's also the host of uh, Relove Your Space and he has the fabulous Instagram that'll give anyone interiors envy. It's life at number two. We're going to chat to Paul next.
3: The 11 to 1 show.
1: Here for you. Do your interiors need a bit of a facelift? Are you hoping to revamp your home but you've got no idea where to start? Well, this weekend, the RDS is the place to be because the permanent TSB Ideal Home Show is going to be getting underway and they're going to be showcasing some chic room sets. There's going to be lots of inspiration from celebrity hosts and guests taking part in live discussions, demonstrations and Q&As throughout the weekend. And one of the special guests involved is a man who's fondly referred to as the housewife of Drumcondra. He's a renowned social media influencer influencer with excellent taste when it comes to interiors and he has more than one or two fantastic hacks up his sleeve he's the designer and the RT Player series Relove My Space, I am thrilled to have Paul Kinsler on the line with me now how are you getting on Paul?
2: Oh, thank you, that is the best intro I've ever had <laughs> in my life
1: you are so welcome. You are. This is well deserved. Oh. Now, you know, I only discovered your fantastic Instagram page, uh, Life at Number Two, last night. And I can't believe I've only discovered this because I am a massive fan of interior design pages. Like I mooch through people's stories and highlights on this, like just getting my fix of dreamy interiors. And my goodness me, Number Two definitely has some dreamy <laughs> interiors there. It's a fabulous space you have there.
2: Oh. Thank you. I think I think we all are obsessed with what everyone else is doing in their houses and um, I've learned a lot through my own journey. Um, I suppose we, this is our second home and like my first home was the home of grey and then this house we were just like, no, let's go colour, let's go a bit more braver than what we were and I've kind of learned loads just on the way and I suppose what I like to do is show people how to do it yeah. because not everyone has the budget to get in an interior designer or to get in an architect or a planner and, and it's trying to just show people that they can do it themselves if they want to.
1: Yeah, no, completely. So, like, I will definitely be chatting about all your love of colour, which I'm a big fan of. Yeah. But uh, where does your love of all things interior come from?
2: I suppose like I've from a young age, I was only thinking about this during the weekends, like I think from a young age I was painting my bedroom. My mom just let me do whatever I wanted. I think at one stage I had a purple top and a and a blue bottom um on my walls. I, I would my mom would come into the room and she'd be like, Oh, you're moving your bedroom again, are you? And it's like, Yeah. This small box room that moved fifty times in different ways didn't work like but I just was obsessed with it from a young age, I suppose. Um, And then just watching other people on Instagram and then that kind of accomplishment feeling of doing something yourself is really satisfying. So like, that's where I think it's all started from.
1: Oh, completely. And, you know, you talk about box rooms. My God. (laughs) I mean, you would want to have creativity. That is for sure when it comes to box rooms and like tiny little spaces. Absolutely. Uh, But where do you get your inspiration from? Are you like me? Do you stalk other people's Instagram and Pinterest pages?
2: Yeah, I, I think I've got a degree from Pinterest about <laughs> interior design. Um, and yeah, it, it just kind of comes like that. And what I like about the fact with Instagram and Pinterest is you can take different pieces from different people and mm. make them work into your into your kind of space. And obviously, I've been going to the ideal home, I think, for the last 10 years. And it was last year when I, I, I think it was after COVID, it was their first one. And I was just amazed by the size of it, yeah, and it's gone, and it's gone now into proper inspirations. So you're no longer looking at like you know a door or a window. You're looking at a full room set. Yeah, so you're looking at at creativity. You're seeing what other people are doing. Like Sonus Bathrooms brings three or four different types of bathrooms to the floor, which is is just like normally you'd think. Oh, there's a, there's a sink and there's a toilet. This is actually a fully realized bathroom that you're walking into. So it's a great way if people don't have access to to, you know, suppliers near them that they could go to the here and and see room sets.
1: Oh, I love that. And like I yeah. am that person as well who walk around, you know <laughs> places like Ikea and just pretend yeah. that this is my kitchen now and then this oh look yeah. at this yeah I do that the whole time like it's absolutely fantastic and you're right you need to be in that sort of space and you need to be able to, yeah. to, to see how it's kind of going to work and will that work for your space and that's where something like this comes in and you'll have experts like yourself on hand which is great because you can walk up and go look at this is my floor spec this is kind of what I'm yeah. working with in terms of space this is what it looks like now maybe even if you want to bring pictures before which might be quite helpful for the likes of yourself to be able to go, well, actually, do you know if you painted that this this way, that'll make more space. This is where a show like this is fantastic.
2: Yeah, hundred percent. There's there's lots of opportunity. Like, and I love the, the what DFS the do is just amazing. So there, there's four kind of designer people like myself. To create their own room set, and every single room set is completely now mine's a bit mad this year, but <laughs> every room set is so different. So it's going to appease somebody at some, and they're not always these gigantic spaces. Mm. So, so not everyone has the luxury of having that huge open plan. You know, downstairs, a lot of people could be in these traditional houses that are quite smaller than what we what we would ideally love in a in a dream world to live in. So it's great to see how people can function in those spaces. Um, And then you just have, like, there's a stage there, the the interior theatre, that loads of people come up throughout the day and they chat about their own experiences, they chat about what they do, they chat about what you could do. So um, it's just a great, like, last year I went there and I think I I was there for about seven hours. I literally Mm -hmm. got lost in it because I was just, wandering enjoying having a coffee walking around and it was just such a lovely time
1: oh it really is and speaking of dfs you have Mm. quite a few pieces in your new (laughs) house from them talk to me about this because now this is not this is for the brave i'm going to say the types of colors that you've incorporated uh, with dfs furniture
2: yeah so so um i we went on a trip uh they, they brought us over to see their new collection and it's all about kind of finding your thing and i suppose my thing is about being joyful and fun. Mm-hmm. That's like, I, because, I, you know, I think sometimes we get so serious in in the world of interior design that we lose the fun of it. So my whole obsession has been around being, uh, the enchantment couch that I've seen in uh, March. It was this watermelon L-shaped couch and I That's... have just been, uh, I just haven't stopped thinking about it. <laughs> it's too big for my house. So I was like I need to use this in my room so that was like my inspiration that was like my my hero piece um, and then it just led to well Barbie's having a moment isn't oh, she? she so is. let's do a Barbie room.
1: Yeah oh I love that okay people are going to be flocking yeah. to this that is a fantastic idea absolutely so yeah. would, would like would something like this be the most daring that you've done in terms of design like either in your own house or on the fantastic interior show we love my space
2: yeah, so, so, like, in your own house, you're really safe because, like, the only critique is yourself. Like, this is very, I was, I was saying to um, one, of, one of the, Neve who is part of the agency, she was saying, I was just saying, like, it's really daunting, like, Relove My Safe, because I've come up with this concept. And then it's not until you go to the house and you do it that you realise, A, it works, and then B, you know, everyone likes it. Yeah. Or if you don't like it, you're talking about it. But so for me, it's not. this room is not going to be for everyone. And this is what I love about, you know, design and interior. It's not always going to be for you, but it will be a talking point. Or you might take, I like that lamp or I like that coffee table or I like that bookcase that's in that room. And, and then you'll take that on your journey for whatever is in your house.
1: Yes, that's exactly it. You're right. And and what I, what I love as well about yourself is you're a big fan of upcycling, aren't you?
2: oh massively massively um i love like as well as well furniture can be expensive yeah so so there's there's things that like i suppose we we can do like real love was all about upcycling what they had we could not buy new and anything that we had to source had to be secondhand mm-hmm. um and, and and like the world of adverse has has it has a tre- it's like a treasure trove oh, you, totally lucky, is. you can't be lucky you can't be yeah. Um but upcycling is has been a big thing. And as well, we have to think about the cost of living at the minute. Mm. Like it is expensive as we are living in Ireland. So like it it, it's, it makes more sense in my in my brain to to see um something with a bit more love and, and, and re-loving it, painting it. There's so many different ways to paint it. We're working with Craftsman Paint um, in in the show and he's a sustainable brand that's set up during COVID. And again, it's great to see brands are now taking the sustainable route as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, and paint is the biggest transformation in in anything that I and, and like it's the biggest thing for the littlest payoff in price.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, you know, you know, a, 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 a tin of paint could be thirty euro, but it could absolutely transform space from the colour that you've picked.
1: Oh, completely. And and that's the thing. It's 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 so like easy. And like a lot of this, you know, a lot of the time. Uh, you know if you're anyway decent, you can paint most rooms yourself. Do you know what i mean like yeah. i i would I wouldn't dare go into a hall stairs in London and try and do that job, oh. but like you can paint a box room or you know and and it's it's helpful to get somebody um who's very particular to to paint with you like my my husband would just be like, "Oh my God, your man would be painting the edges for days like perfectly do you know what yeah, I mean? yeah. <laughs> so you need I, to get I, <laughs> you need to get someone
2: like that. Yeah. Now, what I will say about painting is my attention span is not the best. Oh, I'd be the so, same. Like, yeah. The box room would be where I would I would draw the line. Like, um, and and there is a there is a trade. Like, if, if, if there's an art in painting, um, and I learned so much from the painter on Re loved my space. Like, she was a perfectionist. Yeah, Nicola, uh, uh, Nic- Nicola did all her. Yeah, she did all the painting with me, but like it's just like when it comes to skirting boards and you have to prime and prep and sand, and, and oh, everything I know. you know yourself
1: Me I'm, about about
2: be grand. Yeah, I'm the same on.
1: I'm <laughs> the same as you whereas <laughs> I have an artist husband so he you know he's great at all that oh, sort of okay. stuff okay. yeah he's yeah, fantastic yeah, yeah. he really is um, so yeah. you know is there anything then that you would sort of see in terms of trends right now like when I was looking having a mooch on your page I saw the fantastic enviable coloured yeah. kitchen <laughs> And I just went, oh my God, I need to live in that kitchen. And you have a pantry as well, which is another, you know, just extreme jealousy moment. But is that a thing? Are the coloured kitchens having a real moment as well?
2: Do you know, I I suppose, right, and and people might hate me for this with trends. Trends are great if you have an unlimited supply of money. Yeah. What I would say is follow your own trend in your own house because it's going to be your own taste. There's obviously colours that are happening Um, every year there's always a new colour and what I would say with trends is try and stick with trends when it comes to soft furnishings you know duvet covers, cushions you know maybe small art pieces Mm. because when you look at your hero pieces like your couches you want to make sure that you're going to be happy with that couch for a good few years. You're spending money on a couch so you want to make sure that like you're, you're happy with it and that you know I always use that kind of you know, remember that blue velvet couch that I had them? out now, obviously, I have a blue velvet couch in my house. <laughs> but I think we went through a period where blue velvet couches were. Oh yeah, you've just seen them in everyone, or the Chesterfield couches. You yes, seen them everywhere. Yes, and it was because it was a trend. But then, like speaking to people who've had them, they were like, "You know, actually, I should have second thought about that because you know, velvet you have to clean. Mm. I wouldn't recommend velvet in in a in a family house because no. like I have to Hoover the couches." every week or so because they just collect dust all the time Yeah. so I think with trends you have to follow your own trend but then implement you know maybe the new colours that are coming in in your soft furnishings first before you commit to something big oh, that That's a like. great tip
1: That is a great one and uh, just going back then to, to the ideal uh, home show for somebody that's yeah. never been what should they expect then from the weekend?
2: So I I think it is the one stop shop or if you are lacking a bit of, um, I suppose, designer inspiration, if you're retrofitting, if you're doing a completely um, uphaul of your, of your home, if you're looking for energy-saving tips. Like, oh, yeah. Uh, that, yeah, they have all the sustainable energy stuff. Bathrooms, kitchens, um, extensions, uh, doors. Actually, I went with my mum, uh, I think it was three years ago now, and she went looking for a door, and you can just talk to door it's people yeah. in this space. For necessarily, you probably don't go to a, to a door in your own in your own by like, time. You just probably don't go to a door shop. No. Whereas actually, my mum went around and, and was doing the L. You know, um, Angela Lansbury gone through every single door, <laughs> and she actually went to one of them uh, afterwards. But it was because she could go, she could feel it, she could see it, she could close it, she could see what it was all about. And I think as people were quite tactile, we like to look at. We like to look at and see and touch things so that we get an understanding because I suppose we've moved so much to online. It's just a great one-stop shop to have everything. They do garden stuff. I know garden won't be ideal now, but, you know, for next year, you could be looking at your garden and what you want to do
1: completely absolutely completely yeah there's so much to do literally under yeah. the, the one roof paul it has yeah. been so fantastic chatting with you i will be forever stalking your instagram account oh. now for inspiration but thank you so much for all of your tips and advice and for joining us on the show today not at all and if anyone wants
2: some free tickets i'll pop them up on my stories today and you can get yourself some free tickets that's an
1: exclusive for you tonight. oh you're spoiling us too much thank you so much paul no problems talk to you Idealhome.ie. That's where you're going to get all the information. DS from the 20th to the 22nd of October, and Paul's talk is going to be at the DFS Interiors Theatre, and that's going to be at 2:20 this Saturday. Oh,
3: L-M-F-M. The eleven to one show
1: for you. Oh, Details of our Christmas party competition on the way. Right after music now from Niall Horan. Niall Horan with Heaven. Want to dedicate that one to Paige McCauley in Term and Fackin. Best of luck with your Junior Cert results today. That's coming in with lots of love from mom, dad, nannies, and grannies. So thinking about you today. Yeah, that's a lot. I remember getting the Junior Cert results, and you had to wait until like after three o'clock in our school. You'd be sitting there all day going, "How to take it on? How to take it on?" So just thinking of everybody picking up results today. Now we want you to pick up a fantastic prize. We do. I've teamed up with the Gateway Hotel in Dundalk. They have announced a fantastic series of Christmas party nights happening on the 8th of December, 9th, 15th and 16th, including a cocktail reception, four-course festive banquet dinner and live entertainment followed by a DJ. All the details of these superb nights are online now, gatewayhotel.ie forward slash Christmas. To celebrate, they've given me some brilliant prizes to give away on the show every day this week, so the daily winner gets a pair of tickets for the Christmas party night of their choice and our end of week winner is going to have two nights stay for two adults with breakfast in the new Gateway Hotel in Dundalk. Lovely. Terms and conditions do apply. Now we are describing the plot of a well-known Christmas movie. You need to tell me the name of the movie. So today's clue is an adult man-child who was adopted by one of Santa's helpers in the North Pole goes to New York in search of his real father. And I do have a little bit of audio to help you from the movie.
3: Tomorrow morning, 10am, Santa's coming to town. Santa! Oh my God!
1: (laughs) Every time, I absolutely love it. What is the name of that movie, please? 086-1800-658. We're going to be picking another Daily Finest very, very shortly. LMFM Job Search with Local Heroes. Backed by Bort Gosh Energy. Replace your old, inefficient gas boiler with
3: Local Heroes.
1: Visit localheroes.ie PCI Pharma requires general operator, operators to join their production team at their City North facility at Stamullen. Day and night shift are available. To apply, please email careers- DUB at PCI.com and the details of those jobs can be found on our local job section on LMFM.ie. LMFM job search with Local Heroes, backed by Bordgosh Energy for gas boilers, heat pumps, and electric vehicle charge point installation. Visit LocalHeroes.ie. Black Eyed Peas where is the love on LMFM's 11 to 1 I've got music from Picturehouse on the way would you stay in a spooky castle in me the details of that as well and last chance to enter our Garristown GFC Super Draw competition
3: oh, L-M-F-M. the 11 to 1 show
1: Lonely Planet has listed this place in County Meath as one of the 10 lesser known haunted places in the world. Yes, and it's just in time for Halloween as well, if you'd like to stay there. It's Ross Castle in Old Castle. It's a unique Irish castle offering guests the chance to experience the history and the atmosphere of a 500 year old Norman Keep. And according to the host host of it. It's been named as one of the top 10 lesser known haunted places in the world. Its resident ghost is a forlorn spirit whose lover drowned in the nearby lake. So there you go. You might get an L glimpse of a ghost if you decide to stay there as well. All the details of it. Oh, it does look stunning. And fairness, now I'm looking at the page in here. Uh, it's actually on lmfm.e if you want to check it out, but also Airbnb if you want to find out more. So there you go. Ross Castle, a spooky place to visit for Halloween. Now, Getting back to our other competition. Last chance, Garristown GFC Super Draw. It is happening this Saturday. It is your last chance to get your ticket with a new Range Rover or €100,000 in cash for the first prize. €10,000 or a chance to own your own racehorse for a season for second place and a holiday voucher worth €3,000 for third place. Tickets are €50. You can log on to winarangerover.ie for all the details. But I have a ticket up for grabs for you. I do indeed. So I'm asking you, true or false? The Dubliners had a song called The Wild Rover. Is that true? Is it false? 086-1800-658 for your answers, please. Fix your house with Heavenly Day. It is going to be a heavenly day for somebody here now because I have the details of our winner of the Garristown GFC draw. So going into the draw. Hazel Farrell in Knobber. Congratulations to you. And uh, for people who want to get take part in that, as I say, time is running out. Tickets are 50 quid. Information you have to log on to winarange So that's Garristown Town GFC Super Draw happening on Saturday. What was our lovely movie? Well, I said it was an adult man child who was adopted by one of Santa's helpers in the North Pole. Goes to New York in search of his real father. It was, of course, Elf and Mark Healy. Not sure whereabouts in the Northeast you are, but you are going along to a Christmas party and you're going into the draw on Friday to win that two night overnight stay. Don't worry, I'll have another chance for you to win on tomorrow's show. That is our lot on the show for today. Thank you so much for your company as always. I'll chat to you again tomorrow. Oh, LMFM. Listen back to the 11 to 1 show podcast on lmfm.ie or the LMFM app with Gilmore's Mercedes Benz Kings Court. Choose from our huge selection of used Mercedes Benz vehicles. Gilmore's Mercedes Benz Kings Court, the best in motoring, here for you. Hey. Oh.